Some people have the green thumb in their family. Others may complain that they fail with plants because plants don't tell them when they need the care. Of course, most people usually do well with the family pets who are enthusiastic about letting their needs be known. Now scientists have learned that plants do indeed cry out when they need attention. We just haven't heard them because the sounds made by a thirsty plant are about five times higher pitched than we can hear. However, scientists with tiny specialised microphones have heard corn plants calling for water. During their study, researchers learned that plants make a great deal of noise. Corn, leaves and stalks make noise as they slide against each other during growth. We've all heard the sound of a plant leaf rattling in the wind. Corn stalks also make noise as they bend in the wind. However, another sound was heard when the corn didn't have enough water. It was a high-pitched popping noise. Plants have water tubes in them that carry water and nutrients up from the roots to the leaves. Water flows up these tubes under tension. When there is not enough water, the tension becomes too great and the tubes fracture. The popping is the sound of the tubes fracturing. The result of the fractured tubes is a wilted plant. When water is restored, the tubes refill, the popping noises stop and the plant again looks healthy. The purpose of this research is to learn when to water crops and how much water they need. Now that we have learned how plants communicate, crops can tell farmers when to water. For more information, visit us online at creationmoments.com. You'll find both written and audio transcripts, creation-focused articles and Bible studies, and many other resources, all at creationmoments.com. Hey folks, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio and Happy New Year 2024. Douglas, good to see you, brother. Going into the eighth year of SWAT Radio. Is that crazy? Did we, was it January, January 17? Well, that we right? started like, Jan, I don't know, January 3rd, 4th, or I something. I probably have like the that. date somewhere. Yeah, but, but yeah. So, uh, happy new year to you. Happy new happy year to you. Happy 2024. We got a lot to catch up on, brother. Man, we've been gone for a while. We've been playing best ofs, and uh, a lot has happened in the last month. I mean, like, um, you know, Israel continues to be at war with Hamas. Uh, we got people continuing to protest uh, against Israel, which is crazy. Could you, all right, first of all, could you imagine after 9 11? anybody coming in and protesting the united states that, that that's what it's like it's yeah, crazy yeah exactly so um, but there is unity over there yes absolutely and uh you know it's it's just sad uh people are sad for a number of reasons florida state got omitted from a bowl <laughs> um uh they should have been in the playoffs they weren't everybody's down on them because they didn't play uh, I I, th I I would have liked to have seen them played at full strength against right. uh, Georgia. Well, I was kind of disappointed. We we can get into this later. I was I was a little disappointed they didn't really show up against Georgia. Well, yeah, but but they had like I don't know twenty two starters didn't right, play right. And but so, I'm, I'm disappointed that those starters yeah, didn't play. It kind of gets back to the but, whole. But you know issue. The, the thing is that um, 
I, th- I it, it could have been as a protest, mm-hmm. and Georgia goes, well, you know, we, we're showing up. But Georgia lost. Right. And I know everybody says they had a right to be there. They lost the SEC championship, yeah. which a lot of people felt like that penalized them. Florida State had no losses. Well, I felt like FSU Georgia was the national championship. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people say that. I, I have to tell you, Michael Penix for for Washington is unbelievable. Well, I'm excited to he, watch that game. He should, is that game tonight? It is. He should have won the Heisman Trophy. I mean, when you stop and think about Jaden Daniels, the Florida State sacked him like three times. He he was like – they beat LSU by two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. When you compare what – he did to what Penix did. Penix led his team now to the national championship. Right, right. And you're going to give the Heisman to a guy, and they've got him ranked over Penix in the the pro scouts and stuff. And I'm just telling you, I've watched them both. I don't think he can hold a candle to Penix. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'll say this about Michael Penix too: he's a team player. He's a team player. You know, Jaden Daniels goes to the Heisman thing and has pictures of himself in a Heisman pose in his jacket. Michael Penix has all of his teammates there and wow. written down on his jacket. So, anyway, uh, and then the Jags lose. Like, did you watch that uh, yesterday? Yeah, I, I watched uh, Along about, with everybody else here in, yeah, in town? Yeah, it was... It was uh, Sorry for all the Mississippi, <laughs> Virginia people out west. Uh, it was, it was a, a rough day. It was a rough day yeah, yesterday. Yeah. People it's were... been a rough few weeks, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's but, be honest. Uh, you know, the the, uh, the Jaguars have not looked good uh, for the last six or seven weeks. Well, I have to be wondering if, if Trevor Lawrence was hurt in the way he played. I mean, like, he didn't say that. I didn't right. hear him say that. Right. But he threw balls so far over the head of oh, receivers that I'm like, that doesn't look like yeah. Trevor Lawrence. No, exactly. And then, you know, they made him one-dimensional with his injury because part of his strength is that he can run that ball. Yeah, and, and, true. And, and, he, and, and I'm sure the coaches said, listen, don't run the ball because right. we right. don't want you to get hurt. Now, do, do, do the Jags still have a chance of getting in the playoffs? No, they're done. No, they're done. Okay. They are They are done. It was a it was win or go home. Well, I thought that there was something about uh, a, a team needing to win next week or something. I don't know what. No, it was, I but. think it, I, the, <clears throat> it it's set. They are out. Uh, and uh, and what a, I mean, boy, they had such a great start to the year. Yeah. Right. Well, they were eight and three. Well, actually, they were. They, didn't they and, lose their first three games? Well, yeah. And then then won they won seven in a row. Well, they they were eight and three. And and they went like five. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they no though they were eight and three, and ended up being like one and six. Ugh. Like that's that like they just really. Uh, and I know injuries hurt people, but you know that's crazy. But uh, uh, but yeah. So uh, I think tonight, you know, we're gonna see uh, at seven. I think it's seven thirty is game time. Um, Washington and Michigan, two undefeated teams. What, what do you? Th- who Who are you rooting for? I'm assuming Washington. I am. Are you? I, I like Michael Penix. Yeah. I, I'm, I I I like the fact that they've been underdogs a lot and mm-hmm. they come back. And um, and I think although there's a couple of players on Michigan I like, I I feel like 
that uh, that Washington wins, it's not tainted. Michigan wins. There's an asterisk I because agree. of the the cheating that everybody I totally said. agree. So I would like to see Washington win outright, but we'll see. Uh, I still think Florida State. Had they shown up and won, if they were undefeated, they would have put her asterisk by either team. I, I totally agree, and but, that's actually what I was kind of hoping for. Yeah, is that you know, I don't know what the answer to all this is, Doug. You know, the portal, the this uh, the these, portal's got to go, or it's got to go disaster. after the season for sure. It, oh, for sure, it has ruined college football. Now, college football is like uh professional minor league because but with no contract yeah you know there was a start thing i did want to say this i don't know did you did you watch the texas game yeah all right so uh arch manning who's archie's manning's grandson grandson Mm -hmm. plays for texas he's a backup quarterback i don't think he didn't start any this year he played some but i don't think he started at all quinn yours was the quarterback for texas at media day for the bowl game, they showed a picture of Quinn Ewers and nobody's at the table right. for his media <clears throat> interview. Right. right, Everybody's over around Arch Manning. Arch Manning has already, I think, garnered $2 million in NIL contracts. But yours is uh, over a million from yeah, what I understand. Yeah, but he's still less than the guy right. who's oh, yeah. never <laughs> right. started a college game. Right. Right. What is wrong with that? Yeah. Think about that. Oh, exactly. It ruins the game uh, to me because college. You remember SMU got hit with the oh, death penalty it was when I was Russ you know, played there. at SMU yeah. one year, right? And I was a chaplain there, and they had the, the death penalty because of doing what is now made legal. Exactly. People paying people to come, and that's what the portal is going crazy for. All these people are saying, "Well, we'll give you this much money." So you got the Ole Miss running back who, in two seasons, started and ran over three thousand yards, is now going into I think his senior year, and he's transferring. He portaled out not because <clears throat> yeah. he's not playing and not getting a chance to play, but because he's getting more money and has a better chance yeah. somewhere else. Well, e- Etn, who plays for the Gators at Georgia now, is going to Georgia. You know. He's going it, it just there's there's so many levels of um issues that it's I all think about the power, all about the money, yeah. the almighty dollar rules. Well, on that note, uh the Golden Globes last night was a big Hollywood oh, I, I, thing. I, I, well wait a minute, Doug. As if you watched it? You well, no, I did no, it. I didn't watch it. <laughs> but I read I I did read this article that everybody who attended the ceremony so everybody who went got a gift bag the gift bags were worth five hundred thousand dollars each so every person Wait, that walked much? in a half a million dollars oh yep. my word there were 38 different things put in the bag uh, among which was uh earrings that were emerald earrings for everybody that were valued at seventy thousand dollars Everybody got six bottles of wine in their goodie bag for all, that totaled up to like almost $200,000. It'd be a lot to carry in your goodie bag. Well, listen, th- they gave goodie bags almost like, you know, players that go to bowl games get a goodie right. bag. Yeah. Yep. Somebody had this idea to give them. And so they gave goodie bags to all these people who are so wealthy, most of them already. They they live a, a very materialistic lifestyle, and then you 
see the highest grossing movie of 2023. You know what it was? No. Barbie. Uh. <laughs> Think about that. <clears throat> what what does Barbie Were there any real actors in that? Or was that yeah, a Yeah, no, uh, there were real wasn't actors. A cartoon. No, 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 no. There were real yeah. actors and actresses in that. Um uh, Ryan, I can't remember his last name, played Ken. I, I don't remember that uh that who who the actors and that actresses were. But what is the main message of Barbie? Uh, it's all about the exterior. Yeah. It's all mm. about, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the whole message that came through that movie was the individualism and uh, the control that we, we make our choices and we live outside of dependence on somebody greater than us. And boy, has that not the message of our time? Exactly. It 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 it, it, it is the message, and it's no wonder. I mean, I I saw the previews. I'm like, what a waste! But people loved it. People yeah. went, yeah. and everybody went to see that movie. And so, um, I, well, I was know. just reading the headlines on Fox News. Uh, Golden Globes host Joe Coy's never heard of the guy. <clears throat> His performance labeled a near total disaster online. Mm. sexist and cheap reductive mm. anyway yeah well so if you're just tuning in to doug and brad <laughs> on swat radio we <clears throat> usually take the first segment of our program and look at what's going on in our culture this week oh uh instead of being in the book of mark we're going to jump into that next week we're kind of looking at 2024 being a year of abiding uh abiding in the most high mm-hmm. it, we, we are a men's discipleship radio program uh we're live we're one of the only i think live men's radio discipleship broadcasts that may be out there on the radio there's podcasts there's lots of podcasts but we are live every day monday through friday we're on meridian in meridian mississippi on wmer and wmox we're on the lighthouse up in uh, the uh, Portsmouth, Chesapeake, Virginia area. We're on the Truth Network here in Jacksonville. We're on uh, 91.7 here, 91.3 up in Folkestone, and 91.9 in St. Augustine. 89.3. 89.3. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, thank you for that yeah. correction. Yeah. Uh, but we are talking, uh, this week is just going to be uh, Brad and I talking about kind of moving into 2024 and abiding and uh, it's live you can call in brad tell them the number they can yeah, call in on well i was gonna say not only is it unique in that it's live we actually take call-ins and love to get calls 844-777-7928 is the number again 844-777-7928 put that on your speed dial love to hear from you, you can also email us if you have questions or comments as we uh, kind of discuss things you can email us at ask at swatradio.com that's a s k at swatradio.com we're going to take a quick break we'll jump back in when and they we come can call back. anytime today Absolutely. any day this week because we're just this week we're kind of just talking about the new year yeah, and yeah. a lot Looking of resolutions out there that's right that's right stay tuned we'll be right back If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. 
You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida. They are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards. 904-580-7255. That's 904-480-7255. And online at guardiangroupjacks.com. That's guardiangroupjacks.com. The Guardian Group. Happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network, on the air in Mandarin at 91.7. I heard the bells on Christmas Day They're old familiar carols Mild and sweet their songs repeat Of peace on earth, goodwill to men And the bells are ringing Like a choir they're singing Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug uh, McCary coming to you live on this january 8th i know that was christmas music uh jeremy informed us they haven't gotten it switched over yet so uh but i'm kind of glad doug i mean we, we you know we ended on christmas music we're starting on christmas music you always say you guys play christmas music we all do, the time we do a lot yes we do <laughs> and um you know uh it's because of abby oh abby loves christmas right. music but i love it too anyway um Hey, uh, it is January 8th, uh, 2024, and we will be, you you will hear Christmas music during our uh, intakes today. Um, Jay just texted, he said, hey, keep it up. Yeah, I I like that song anyway, (laughs) because it's it's such a good song, but I I wanted to uh, extend our, um, our, our prayers out to the Myers family um, over the holidays back in December. Uh, Jenny Myers, Dickie and Betty yes. Myers' daughter, uh, passed away. She passed from this life to the next. Uh, um, and her, she was 49 years old. Uh, and on December 15th, she had been fighting against uh, angiosarcoma. Yeah. Uh, and boy, I, I watched the um, the the memorial. They did a celebration of life today, this morning, and it was so well done um just the family friends um you know uh dickie myers who you and i both know yes. spoke he he, he dickie was oh, he an OBG, yeah, yeah he was an OBGYN, OBGYN here for forever 
uh, and um, and then um, his um, son-in-law uh, spoke. And uh, you know, I, you know, Doug Rutt did the service at Christian Family Chapel, and um, you know, he said, "I can't remember having um, you know a uh, father and a husband speak." at a memorial of somebody so young. And so, um, you know, I, uh, I, we just pray for that family. We ask you, um, to pray for, um, Dickie and Betty and their family and, um, you know, Ken, her husband, Ken, uh, Buford and, uh, Burford, I'm sorry, Burford, uh, Ken Burford, pray, pray for their family and their daughters. Um, just lift them up. And uh, again, Dicky did such a good job. And oh, the we husband said I heard both. That. Yeah, yeah, they they did. They both <clears throat> did such a great job of honoring Christ and letting people know that's what she would have wanted. And you know, it's such a it's such a different kind of service when you know, yeah, the person oh, yeah. is with the Lord. <laughs> you know, and, and and that's the way. We, we all should desire that. You know, I think I was sharing with you, uh, Brad, that, you know, over the holidays, uh, Lori and I, uh, along with some of our small group people uh, who were so gracious to go with us, Carol and Jeff, they were so sweet to go with us, uh, helped us um, clean out um, a house and, you know, um, get rid of a lot of junk that was there, a lot of uh, papers from 30 years ago and um as we were cleaning that and putting a lot of that stuff into a burn barrel and then throwing a lot of stuff away that was accumulated over time that is now junk i was just reminded that everything in our world is going to go that way yeah even all these gifts these celebrities got the other night. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. You know, these earrings, <clears throat> yeah. all the stuff they mm. have. I, I was thinking, I read an article the other day about Billy Joel has like a $50 million estate or $60 million estate up in uh, like New York, right there, either Brooklyn or Long Island, Long Island probably, on the water that he can't sell. You know, because who's going to buy a $50 million right. estate right there? And um, I just thought, think about all that money, all that mm. stuff. Mm. And and it, and and it doesn't matter whether you're really, really wealthy or you're not. Yeah. We have been conditioned yeah. to accumulate and hold on to stuff. And what really matters is what they shared today about Jenny, that um, she lived a life of wanting to honor Christ. That was her desire. And in that illness, she did that, they said. So mm. as she as she did that, and so just continue to remember, like I said, um, you know, her husband and their two daughters and also Dickie and Betty, and uh, just a really great testimony. You know, something I learned that I didn't know, and I don't know if you knew, did you know Jenny at all? I didn't know her yeah. at all. I think they lived in California for a while. Yes. And then moved back. And I think we were not at CFC anymore at the time. Well, uh, well, you know, Dickie shared today that he adopted her in 1974. 
Really? And I didn't know that. And I've known them a long time. <laughs> and that uh, abortion was legalized in 1973. And he didn't go into great detail, but he's an OBGYN. Mm. And here a year later, he adopts yeah. her, cares for her, and brings her up in the Lord. You know, Dickie's a pretty good theologian. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's he, solid. Yeah, he's very solid. And he shared that hope of Jesus and um, at, at that. And I he built that into her. Mm. And, uh, you know, so You anyway. know, D- Doug, it made me think about, I was teaching on Friday at the Jacksonville Business Fellowship. You'll be glad to hear we're, uh, mm-hmm. we're especially after we just did two and a half years in the book of Acts, we're starting an Acts. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to do this, this entire year, we're going to go through Acts. But I was teaching uh, the first segment from Acts 1, 1 through 11. And uh, anyway, we were talking about that uh, we have a limited amount of time here. Our time on this earth, uh, we don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it just m- makes you realize the, the importance of, like, like King David prayed, Oh, Lord, make me to know my end and what is the measure of my days. Let me know how fleeting I am. Mm-hmm. You know, think of, and, and we're going to talk a lot this week just mm-hmm. about the, you know, this book that you gave out to a lot of the SWAT guys, uh, Intimacy with the Almighty uh-huh. by Dr. Chuck Swindoll. Long time, old book. Um, well, it's not that old. It's 25, probably 25, 26 years old. Yeah. But what are you doing with your time? You know, what are we doing with our time? And, uh, you know, it just makes me realize, listen, if if I am... If I realize my time here on this earth is limited mm-hmm. by a sovereign God, mm-hmm. then I have a responsibility to be a good steward over that. And, uh, you know, but James says you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Yes. Yes. It, and it does. And, you know, Tommy Nelson, who is a good friend of ours, shared uh, the other day about, uh, well, he's been teaching through Proverbs, which, you know, um, He's. I've just been very influenced by by Tommy over the years, and you know, he said in the last thirty years in America, Christianity, we've we've had a pendulum swing. We we went from where we were um, a lot of doctrine without a lot of practical relevance. Mm-hmm. Yep. To now, we've got a lot of practical relevance without a lot of doctrine. And he said, you can't separate truth from practicality and relevance i mean if you if you we, we've just been so driven to felt needs and pragmatic christianity trying to reach people that we've compromised on the truth mm. and he was uh, speaking from proverbs 16 and where he talked about how wisdom is superior to wealth and as i read that yeah. article about those celebrities and all this you know I, I can remember having a conversation with some people about some of the the professional athletes that i've been able to minister to over the years uh when i was a chaplain out in houston and um and you see these guys who are multi multi-millionaires they have every pleasure you could mm-hmm. ask for yeah. yep. but they're totally miserable why because their values are that wealth is superior to wisdom. 
I mean, that that's what yeah. they value, yep. right? And so biblically, what wisdom means is to see life as God sees it. There, there's, there's no amount of money that I would take for God's wisdom. You could offer me $100 million tomorrow to, to, to do with what I want if only I would live under my control instead of biblical wisdom. I wouldn't take it because to see, I want to see life as God sees it mm. because that's wisdom. That's what the yeah. scripture says. And but, it, but, go ahead. No, uh, I was just thinking it, it, for us to see God, for us to, to, uh, what did you just say? You you wouldn't give up that to be able to have the wisdom that God gives you. Yeah. You know, and and yet we live in a world where we are so busy uh, that we don't see most of what God has mm-hmm. or wants us to see. Uh, we have God's word, but it a lot of times for most Christians, that Bible sits on the shelf. Well, absolutely. It's collecting dust. I, I love this quote, by the way, from Swindoll. He says, how busy we have become, and as a result, how empty. So to your point, you know, athletes, anybody who's made a lot of money, uh, man, you can buy all sorts of stuff. You can spend on vacations, and those are fine. We're not saying you can't enjoy the things that God has provided for you or the vacations you, you, you experience, but nothing will measure to the intimacy you can have with an almighty God. And it's, and you've got to have his word. Absolutely. You've How are you going to know I, I love what Ezra says. I'm reading, you know, I always read. I, I, I just started this cycle again of McShane reading plan. I love the McShane reading mm-hmm. plan. It's good. It gives you. But he, he starts off with Ezra. Ezra 7.10. Ezra set his heart to study and know the Bible. Amen. To know Amen. the word of God. Reminds me of Acts 17, 11. Yeah. You know. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here at the bottom of the hour. If you want to call in, again, love to hear from you. 844-777-7928. Give us a call. John Scott, a highly impactful winter storm expected to dump as much as a foot of snow across the country's midsection, where blizzard and winter storm warnings are in effect. The National Weather Service says that storm with the potential of bringing up to a foot of snow to a broad area. And National Weather Service lead forecaster Bob Orvik says there's also a pretty impactful storm headed for the Pacific Northwest and into the northern Rockies. There's blizzard warnings out across much of the Washington and Oregon Cascades and the Olympic Range of Washington. And we do anticipate high winds, potential for heavy snows across those areas. So also a pretty impactful event. Snowfall totals across the Sierra look they're going to be anywhere from two to three feet over the next few days. Orvik says the winter storm that brought heavy snow from the mid-Atlantic into the northeast has moved off the coast now. Also at srnews.com, negotiators from the GOP-led House and Democrat-controlled Senate reached a pact Sunday on a government funding top line of about $1.59 trillion, including $886 billion for defense and $704 billion for non-defense spending. 
Speaker Mike Johnson told colleagues in a letter. The $1.59 trillion figure is part of an agreement mandated by a compromise reached during debt limit negotiations between President Joe Biden and then-Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Leaders from both parties took victory laps when announcing the deal, with Speaker Johnson conceding the final spending levels will not satisfy everyone. Congressional correspondent Edwin Mora reporting. A private U.S. company says its moon landing is in jeopardy. After an engine problem on its newly launched spacecraft developed, the problem developed with battery power. The Dow is down 27 points, but the Nasdaq ahead 229. This is SRN News. This is Raising God the Girls Minute with Patty Garibay of American Heritage Girls. Does your girl earn a weekly allowance? Perhaps she works odd jobs or does chores for a bit of money. When the piggy bank fills up, your girl can experience a feeling of exhilaration. But are those funds burning a hole in her pocket or does she understand good, generous stewardship means giving to God first and then using her money for other things? God gives us his best, so in turn we should give our first fruits back to his kingdom. Giving generously doesn't mean having the most resources. Jesus praised the widow in Mark 12 because of her generous heart, not the value of the money she gave. Encourage your girl to give generously to God first, then allocate amounts to various needs and wants from there. We are all called to raise up the next generation of Christian leaders. You can learn more about empowering girls through the love of God at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. Expect some slowdowns because of a crash on I-95 northbound before the 295 Beltway on the north side. Also, it looks like there's an abandoned vehicle on the west Beltway, 295 northbound before Collins Road on the west side. Cloudy with showers tonight, low 61. Tuesday, cloudy, very windy with more storms, high 75. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. It's the most wonderful time of the with the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the half happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to Hey, that's for Lori. Because tomorrow the kids go back to school. Oh, that's man. why it's the most wonderful day of the year. When actually. friends come to call, <laughs> yeah. call us 844 777 7928. Love to hear from you. This week is, hey, the you know, it's open line week. You can call us all week long. Yeah, pretty much, uh, yeah. Tell us what. Tell us what you have been convicted of moving into 2024. How, yes. how is your life going to change this year? What is God doing in your life? And where is he leading you, uh, transforming you to not be a part of the culture, but renewing your mind so that you can know and do the will of God? Yeah. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that you that, may so know, you may, know the will of God and exa- do it. And do it. So it makes me think of, and and we're going to talk, I, I'm sure, throughout this week uh, about 2024. What 
what we are personally going to do and doug you already mentioned to me you and i we you and i talk on the phone quite often and you you said you were going to get back into a, a good reading habit even though i know you're a reader but uh you've got some books i already know are stacked on your desk i i'm reading uh, street smarts right now okay uh, which is the jim Cochle yes book. so i'm adding that one to yeah. the list yeah um you know made me think about the verse you quoted before we went on the break and i i have a in my notes on my phone doug i have a just it's called scripture memory yeah. that's it and i have you know hundreds of verses in here that i have memorized but i I've never memorized Ezra 710. Hmm. Now I've memorized um, Acts 1711 where Paul's uh, speaking of those in Thessalonica. He, he's speaking of the Bereans where he says they were more noble than those in Thessalonica. It says they examined the scriptures, not monthly, not weekly, daily hmm. to see if these things were true. Yeah. Um, you know, in Ezra 710, for Ezra had set his heart to study the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach it. Isn't that great? Wow. That's Isn't that, so good. That reminds me of uh, Deuteronomy uh, 6, you know, that, you know, yes. he, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, the Shema that we say, and then you shall talk of this when you get up when you right. do, and, and, and teach, teach, your, yes. te- teach your children to do yeah. it. Hey, I think we got a caller, Bruce. Uh, welcome to SWAT Radio. How are you? Hello, uh, Happy New Year from uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Hope you guys are doing well. Well, hey. Happy New Year to you up there. What's the weather like? Is it? Did you get snow the other day? No, no, uh, just uh, a lot of r- wind and rain, and uh, today is sunny, and for us, I would say it's chilly because it's below 60. Uh, oh, but, yeah, uh, that's the way we feel down here. If it hits 50 down here, man, we're it's like bone-chilling to us, so... Uh, we're 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 with you, but uh, well, happy twenty twenty four. Tell us what's on your mind. Yeah, no, uh, I uh, been meeting with a group uh, of uh, military guys here uh, with the Navigators uh, Ministry here in uh, Norfolk, and uh, we've been reading through the book uh, by Donald Whitney uh. on the spiritual disciplines. Yes, and uh, and. Uh, What's convicted me about, uh, as we go along, um, and you touched upon the, the, the challenge of uh, spending time in God's Word, and what uh, Donald Whitney brings about as uh, you have that intake of God's Word is just that critical discipline of meditating on the Scriptures and how that is such an important link in our prayer life. And I was in Colossians the other day, and... Colossians 4, 2, uh, we're uh, commanded to devote ourselves to prayer and to be watchful and thankful. And, I, you know, the conviction for me is just uh, spending time meditating, actually listening to what God is telling me in his word, and then going to him with that in prayer. And, and that's uh, that's my goal for 2024, and I tell you, as you commented about, you know, time, our, our lives just fill up with so much stuff. Uh, that's mm. the conviction for me is being intentional about time with the Lord, not just in reading and studying as critical as those are, but in just meditating and listening to what the Holy Spirit is showing me about 
about God about himself. Well, you know, uh, back in Genesis, one of the first biblical examples of meditation is uh, Isaac out in the field when it's uh, uh, back in uh, Genesis 24 when he was basically, you know, uh, Isaac was wanting to find out what God had in store for him. Remember, uh, uh, Abraham was his father and Abraham had the covenant and uh, he made the servant go look for a wife. So Isaac is in the field meditating. You know, I've actually had people uh, that I've talked to before who say, well, we shouldn't meditate because of uh, Eastern mysticism or Hinduism, some of those meditative practices within those religions. But meditating is a biblical thing if you're meditating on God and his word. And uh, Isaac was meditating, uh, and and it says that that in Genesis twenty four, that uh, he was in the field meditating, which he was sitting there thinking about God and wanting probably God to to show him uh, who uh, he was supposed to marry, or uh, praying that uh, his you know Abraham's servant would do that. And so I'm so thankful, uh, Bruce, one that you listen to us and and you call in and let us know that you know you're you're still active up there and you're you're staying uh, committed to the lord and these disciplines that book by don whitney one is favorites. one of my top 10 yeah. books as far as like helps for people uh in the disciplines of the spiritual life and so hey i do want to throw an idea out there to you because brad and i are looking at doing this possibly in meridian Get with those navigators and get a couple of churches, and let's do a SWAT day conference up there. Um, just a half-day Saturday deal where we can come up and just we're calling men to be spiritual warriors. So I throw that out there to you. You're up in that area. Talk with your buddies up there and see if that's something you guys want, and you can shoot me an email at Doug at SWATradio.com, and I'll follow up with you, okay? Yeah, okay. No, that's uh, very encouraging, and I uh, just uh, uh, appreciate uh, uh, how you guys just uh, just some of the practical helps and, and tips that you give, and uh, uh, just uh, God bless you in 2024 and the year ahead. Thank you, Bruce. You too, Bruce, and be a warrior. Keep, keep, keep him first and abide. Abiding is the key, all right? Amen. All right, take care. <laughs> Hey, you know, you're talking about Donald Whitney. I love, uh, there's so much in that book, uh, the one he was talking about, which is spiritual disciplines for the Christian life. He says this in, in that book, it was something I highlighted, put in my notes. Can, can we expect mm-hmm. the flames of our worship of God to burn brightly in public mm-hmm. on the Lord's day when they barely flicker for him in secret on other days? Mm-hmm. You know, the, and I've said this before, and um, I don't know if I heard it from somebody or it just came to me, but if our spiritual nourishment consists of an hour on a Sunday, you are malnourished spiritually. Yeah, I've heard that too. You know, is, is that we need to feed on God's word. Yeah. Well, and not and not just read it, 
but meditate on it. Absolutely. You know, Psalm 1, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of yeah. the wicked, who doesn't stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers, but his delights in the law of the Lord, and on that law he what? Yep. He meditates yeah. day and night. Well, so I that's mean, that just means thinking. You're, I mean, you're contemplating, you're focused exactly. in that. Well, know? the psalmist just throughout that there's psalm 119 which is you and i had talked about memorizing all of psalm 119 but verse 15 says i will meditate on your precepts and i love this and fix my eyes on your ways Mm -hmm. what what if what would your life look like if you meditated on god's word and fixed your eyes Mm -hmm. i I think of uh colossians 3 uh, uh if then you have been raised with christ Seek the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Well, For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ. I, I remember growing up and, um, well, not growing up, but when our kids were growing up and and Lori would do this and I would do it with them, uh, Lori more than me, but, you know, it reminds me of Psalm 145, 10, all your works shall give thanks Oh, Lord, and all your saints shall bless you. At the end of the day, parents who are out there or grandparents, hey, how did you see God today? How did you experience God today mm-hmm. in your life? If you do that every day, it's going to keep your mind focused on him. One, with gratitude. Yes. Um, and you go, yeah, but nothing good happened. There's always something good, even in the pain. Just the fact that you saw what God had for you is good. And that's why we have to be wise. You can't be wise without his word. Amen. No, no. And you can't know God without his word. <laughs> no, because being wisdom, remember, is seeing the world as God sees yes. it. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. We're going to take one more break. Glad you tuned in. If you want to call, 844-777-7928 is the number. You can email us also at ask at SWAT radio.com stay tuned we'll be right back this program has the potential to reach millions of men each week if you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about jesus through god's word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others then go to www.swatradio.com then click on the donate link to help swat radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network. The Jacksonville Beaches listen at 91.7. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane. Snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland Gone away is the bluebird Here to stay is the new bird He sings a love song as we go along Walking in a winter wonderland 
Sorry, we're on air. I just wanted to keep going because that's the last you're going to hear of it, at yeah. least you know for a while. At uh, least till probably November of next year, if exactly. we're still here, if the Lord wills, right? Exactly. Well, uh, Jeremy, thanks for playing those. Uh, we'll just end on that. And, uh, hey, well, you know, Brad, uh, it was so good to have Bruce call in. Bruce um, has been listening for a while up in Virginia, and we're so grateful to the people uh, who listen, like I, I wish uh, I did an interview the other day with WMER in Meridian and Glenn was sh- sharing this. And I, I want all our listeners to know, cause we have people that have supported us who, who uh, help us put this on the air. We have businesses. Uh, so thankful to ACE door and window and uh, Tom Neal trucking and uh, uh, you know, Howie to attorney ministries that helps us. But Glenn said that, you know, you may not get a lot of calls from Meridian, but I talk to people and people's lives have been changed because of God working through the content and platform of what you guys have been sharing. And uh, that's very encouraging to hear because, you know, I know you and I get on here and we teach and we, we have guests on and uh, we hope that it's encouraging people. The whole purpose of what we do is first of all to glorify God, second to to be a witness of Him to those who may be listening, and third to encourage the saints. Yeah, to encourage the saints that are out there to walk, and that's why when we think about this coming year, twenty twenty four, I want to give you, if you're listening today, the kind of the the four decisions that you have to make along with the discipline for each one. And we're going to look at these in more depth tomorrow and Wednesday. But the first is that we need to reorder our private world. If we're honest, our, if our world stays the same, there is no neutrality with Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. Or God, if you stay right where you are, you're falling behind. Yeah. So that is a constant, like you, you, you quoted earlier from Romans, renewing our mind daily, mm-hmm. but reordering our world. Our world is so busy, yeah. whether it's the cell phone, whether it's the computer, whether it's the TV, whether it's the, the work schedule, the workout schedule, whatever it is, we have so many things. To reorder our private world is one of the first things we have to do. And we have to learn the discipline of simplicity. So that's the first discipline and decision. Second decision is to be still. So reordering our world is first, then being still, like stopping. Stopping long enough to then develop the discipline of valuing silence. You know, be still and know that I'm God. Yes, what comes over I mean, me. think about it, Brad. How if if you if you uh, don't spend time in silence, it's hard to be focused. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. care how focused you think you are. It's hard when other things are going on to really focus. It's easy to get distracted. And I'll say this even with devices for the people out there that that uh, have a quiet time with their iPad or their phone, 
at least put it on airplane mode so you don't get disturbed. I mean, if you're going to mm. do that, I I don't prefer <laughs> that. I prefer to open up the text to put the devices away where I don't get disturbed because all it takes is one text and it blows up your time because that gets into your mind. Uh, a deadline you were supposed to meet, yeah. somebody who's an emergency that's got to yeah. be dealt with. Yeah. And now your time alone, your time of silence to be focused is is destroyed, right? Um, third, to cultivate uh, peace. He calls it serenity. I call it shalom or peace. You have to guard the discipline of solitude. So the decisions are you read order your private world, you, you be still, but you're not only still, you, you want to cultivate a peace that comes in that stillness by uh, solitude. That means not just getting silence, but getting away. You can be silent in your, your room, but if you're in your room and somebody knows you're there and they knock on the door, you have to respond and it interrupts. So take some time to get away Either get up at 3 a.m. in the morning, 4 a.m. in the morning, 5 a.m. You know your schedule, your family schedule. Whenever, or even at night, whenever you can get alone, to be alone undisturbed, you got to have that discipline of solitude. And finally, the, 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 the last decision is to trust God completely requires the discipline of surrender. That means you may not want to do it, you may not feel like doing it. Uh, you may, you may question doing it. But if you know God is in it, you've got to surrender. So those are the the decisions and the disciplines. We're going to look at those tomorrow and Wednesday. Tomorrow we'll look at simplicity and and silence, and then Wednesday we'll look at solitude and surrender. But I hope that as we go through those, if you're listening. You will be reminded in your own life, man, I, I've, I've got to simplify. And, and whether that means papers, uh, your phone, your computer, simplify means, you know, I know, Brad, you and I uh, have known each other a long time. One thing you're good about is on the weekend, and I know people get irritated because you're in the real estate business, and you put your phone away. Mm-hmm. You, you like there's certain times you put that phone away and we all do it to some extent when we're on a plane we have to do it they right. tell you turn the airplane mode mm. uh, when we go into a church service hopefully if you're in a worship service hopefully you put airplane mode on then so you're not disturbed um so we can do it it drives me crazy doug i see people at church with their phone out even taking pictures or videos what are you doing well uh, well, i'm not trying i i realize we're in that age that sounds very old-fashioned you know like uh well i'll take a picture just to let people know i was at church today uh i can't i maybe i just can't focus with my phone in my hand you know what i mean It, it i have to actually not even bring it into the room with me well here here here's the thing if you're out there listening and you've not cut us off so far, <laughs> um, ask yourself this question. Who at the end of their life 
goes, man, I wish I hadn't have taken so much time to stop and listen. Who's ever said that? Who's ever said, man, I wish I, I had, had not put so much time into spending time in the Bible, reading God's word? Who's, who said that? Like, I don't know anybody who gets to the end of their life and goes, I wish my life would have been more complicated. <laughs> I wish my life had had more noise in yeah. it. Swindoll, no. Swindoll says this, noise and crowds have a way of siphoning our energy and distracting our attention, mm. making prayer an added chore rather than a comforting relief. Yeah. Listen to that. Mm-hmm. A comforting, is, it, is prayer an added chore in your life or is it a comforting relief? Mm-hmm. You know, as the deer pants for the, the, the brook or the water, is yeah. that us? Yeah. Do we pant to be in the presence of God? Do we pant to, to, to get alone with God? Well, you know, one of the things, Brad, that is helpful too is to be around people that values that Uh, our friend Tommy was sharing and he was sharing about this, about um, when you hang around people that are shallow and you're comfortable with that, you're going to become shallow. Yeah. If you hang around people that seek after the deep things and, and these deep things we're talking about that, the like, Really stop and think about it. Are you attracted to hang around shallow people? Is that really the the, the people you want to get wisdom from or mm. people who live on the surface? No. And likewise, we want to be those deep people yeah. because the, the, the depth means that we don't get that just from experience. The depth comes from seeing the world through God's eyes and learning from the times that we don't. Mm. That's what it is. It's it's when we when we go through experiences and we realize, you know, I was looking at that from the wrong perspective. I wasn't seeing it through the lens of scripture. I wasn't seeing it correctly. Uh that's what brings wisdom into your life. Mm. And when we try to share that with somebody who wants to live at a superficial level, can I just say that Lori and I were, we were talking about this the other day. There just comes a point where after, after a while, you just got to say, okay, you're spinning your wheels. And parents, this goes for you with your kids. It goes for you with your friends. Um, if, if you keep trying to speak deep things to superficial people that don't want to grow in depth, then they're eventually going to pull you down if you keep trying to go to that place. You got to do what my dad says. You got to cut bait. You just got to move on and let yeah. God deal with them. At some point, you know when those people will come to you? When they're on their faces and they realize they have nowhere else to go. And they don't know what to do because mm-hmm. life has thrown them a curve. They can't they can't figure out what to do with, and they're going to come back to the deep people. Yeah. They're not uh, going to look. It's like the the guy the guy in the pig's pen. 
you know? Right. He didn't go yeah. back to those friends yeah. that took him for all his money, right? Isn't, isn't that the truth? He went back, it, that- I know my dad is a good person. Right. He takes care of people. I'm going to go back to him. Oh, that's good. I love uh, Isaiah 55.1. I'll close with this. 